Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast, a podcast about becoming the best versions of ourselves, growing through experience, learning new tools to help ourselves and those around us, taking a leap of faith through our own intuition, and giving each other positive, encouraging advice and all-around love. This week's episode is all about positive friendships, how to form them, how to recognize unhealthy friendships, and why it's so important to evaluate your friendships as an adult. All right, so this week, well, I'm hoping that all of you had a better week than I did. I'm trying really hard to stay positive and remind myself that one day this is all just going to be a memory as well as a learning experience, but... Today, I'm a little just kind of frustrated and sad, and I feel a little defeated. Um, But instead of bringing that negativity into your life, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to just tell you guys my high for the hot, my highs, (laughs) my highs for this week. This week, my boyfriend and I made the most amazing hot chocolate. We bought oat milk and marshmallows and whipped cream and chocolate and we made it the old fashioned way by like putting a pot on the stove and heating up the milk with a chocolate bar in it while it like melted into it and made hot chocolate and then we topped it with the marshmallows and whipped cream and a little bit of, I think he put nutmeg on it. It was honestly so delicious and we had some of our friends over last night and just kind of did that and watched some football so that was really cool. It's also absolutely gorgeous out right now. So we had some snow last night and then it kind of carried into today. So we kind of have just this beautiful white blanket of snow all around town. This is the first kind of real snow this season. I think it snowed one more once other time, like um, a couple months ago, maybe two months ago, we had random snow, but we're kind of starting to get into that colder season. And I love when it snows on my days off because snow for me equals turning the fireplace on. And I'm obsessed with our fireplace. Unfortunately, it's not uh, like a real wood fire. It's like one of the ones that has switches, but I don't care. It's so nice. I just sit in front of it all day. And this morning I was listening to, um, like one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm going to lift list. Whoa. (laughs) I'm going to link it in the show notes for you guys. Um, but it's one of my favorite albums. It's this acoustic set that um, Above and Beyond did. I don't know if you know who they are, but it is a beautiful album and you can watch the live set on YouTube, like the full hour and a half, two hour set. And I like to turn that on and turn on my fireplace and sit with my dogs and just enjoy all of that. Um, but my last win, which is last, but certainly not least, is that my boyfriend boyfriend and I just adopted a kitten. Uh, We just adopted him like this past week. His name is Sage and he is this black little short hair, 10 week old kitten. He's got these like amber golden eyes and he is so, so, so sweet. He's just the bee's knees, you guys. He like, you can pick him up and he just like flops in your arms and he just loves to be loved and he's a really loud purr. <laughs> he just purrs really loudly. I don't know what the term is for it, but he's just really, really sweet and he's slowly starting to get along with the dogs and kind of become friends with them, which is super cool and just like really interesting to watch. So I don't know. That's kind of what I've like, 
that's been my my highs for the week. Um, I also want to kind of give you guys an idea of what it looks like when I journal my wins for the day and like what I'm grateful for. Um, I know it can be really difficult when you're going through a tough time to just like see the positive, but finding any of those little things can really make a difference in your attitude and how you're feeling that day, especially if you're having like a rough day right in the morning and you feel like it's going to ruin your day. Like little things like that can make such a difference. So, um, if you're actually looking more into how you can, uh, bring journaling into your life and how that can make a difference, we did an episode on that last week. So you're welcome to go listen to that, but let's get into kind of this episode and, um, positive relationships and kind of how we can form those friendships. So as adults, sometimes we like to think and assume that we know what we're doing, right? You know, I'm not a child anymore. I know who to be friends with and who not to be friends with. I can recognize an unhealthy friendship from a mile away and I wouldn't even look in their direction, right? But maybe not so much. I mean, having positive and healthy friendships in your life is so, so, so important and sometimes can get neglected as an adult. And look, I get it. I get busy too. And having the how have you been doing talk can be very draining. Maybe that's just me, but honestly, like when I get three sentences into that conversation, having to think about what I did for the last three months is so draining. But we need to have relationships and friendships. I mean, they're they're just as imperative in our youth as they are when we're adults. But not just any friendships. I'm talking healthy, supportive, positive, loving friendships. Friendships that encourage you to continue on your path and grow as an individual. Friendships that after you spend time with that other person, you feel rejuvenated and refreshed. Like you could run a marathon. Well, okay, maybe a mental marathon, but you catch my drift. It's also important that we not only spend time focusing on forming and maintaining positive friendships, but that we also evaluate our current friendships. Because listen, I don't care how long you've known the girl, if she's draining you and your positivity, then that friendship is not beneficial for you and it's time to say goodbye. No one has time to waste on an unhealthy relationship, and that's whether it be romantic or platonic. Anything you are putting active energy into should be worth your time. So, what is the best way to form healthy relationships? What can I do on my side to support a healthy relationship I already have? Well, first things first, you have to contribute. You cannot just expect and rely on the other person in this relationship to keep it healthy and benefit you. You also need to contribute positivity and love and support to your half of the relationship. Reminder, guys, that friendships are a two-way street, which need to be honored on both sides and benefit both parties, not just one or the other. Yes, there's going to be times or moments when the scale is unbalanced. Maybe you need more support one week and the next your friend needs more support. But overall, there has to be that balance. There are so many ways to contribute to a relationship. Step one is being an active presence. Keeping in contact with the other person, but also being aware of what is happening in the other person's life. Being an active friend and helping hand to them. Put yourself out there and reaching out from time to time. I cannot stress that last part enough because I find that many times one side of a relationship reaches out more than the other. And you might not realize it, but take a second, sit down, and think about it. Is the other person in this relationship 
always the one to reach out to you? Do they always ask you to hang out? If so, reach out to them next time. Try and regain that balance because it might not seem like it makes a big difference, but it really does. It's one of the easiest things you can do to show someone you care about them, and it only takes, what, 30 seconds out of your day to initiate that contact. The other piece is not only being present when it's easy and convenient, but also when you're busy and you have it, or you're like having a tough, t- tough time with something, and when they are as well. It is very important that your friend knows that they can rely on you and that they want to. Step two is support. I do mean this in the sense of being there when times are tough, but also supportive in their dreams, their aspirations, their goals. One of my best friendships is with someone who is the most encouraging and supportive person I know. And that piece of it is probably the largest part. Don't get me wrong, I love her for so many other reasons, but just being supportive than just being supportive. But honestly, I have never experienced a relationship like I have with her. I know that I can always turn to her when I have a new idea that I'm excited about or I want to bounce around new ideas, but also when I'm having a bad day or going through something personal. Being able to grab dinner with someone and talk about exciting news you both have for hours and encourage one another is so refreshing and energizing and loving. Knowing what your friends are interested in, how they feel about their job, what they want to do with their lives, what they're currently working on. All of those things are so important and being an active presence in those pieces of their lives as well make not only a healthy but positive friendship. It's a different kind of love and in a world where we can feel a lot of negativity and sometimes a push against our dreams, any sort of support is so amazing. Allie, if you're listening, thank you so much for your continued support and love. You've been such a positive light in my life. Thank you. All right, so on top of forming new supportive relationships, it's important that we evaluate our current relationships, even ones that we've had for years. Something that I want to make very clear is that it does not matter how long you've known someone. If the relationship you have with a particular person does not serve you, if it does not benefit you and bring you happiness, it is not worth keeping. Now, this is something that is easier said than done, especially if you find that it applies to a particular group of friends you have or people that are close to you. But at the end of the day, we must surround ourselves with people who lift us up and help us become better versions of ourselves. This is a process that in the last two years or so, I've really forced myself to go through and grow through. Recently, I realized and recognized that a couple people that I held close were not contributing as much to our relationship as I was, and I couldn't rely on them. Sorry, I hope you guys, I don't know if you guys can hear Sage in the background, but he's, he really wants attention right now, so... Hopefully it's not too loud. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, Okay. So I have two people in my life who I love very dearly, but who are not active presences in my life. When we're together, they're so supportive and loving, but I can't really trust that they're going to consistently be there. And outside outside circumstances can sometimes do that to a person, but... It doesn't lessen how important that piece is to making a healthy relationship. 
Honestly, it was really difficult to accept for a long time. I mean, I wanted to cherry pick the good bits and ignore the bad. I was hoping that maybe as we got closer, our friendship would grow stronger or I would no longer have to be the one reaching out all the time, but it it, it just didn't, to be honest. And it didn't make it any easier that both these people are really good people and I love them a lot, but for me, for someone to be held so closely and dearly in my life, I need to be able to rely on them. No, I didn't kick them out of my life, but I've had to accept that. I've had to accept that they're not the ones that I should turn to when I need someone or I have exciting news to talk about. I needed to know who to keep next to me and who to keep at an arm's length distance. If this is a situation that you're finding yourself in, what I recommend is, I mean, you kind of have to make a decision because I'm sure that you've had a similar experience to me where at some point you've needed this person or reached out to this person and you've only received back radio silence. And from what I've experienced and also from conversations that I've had with other people is that it happens many times. So at that point, I recommend deciding between two solutions. One, you can decide that this relationship is not serving you and that you move on from it and no longer keep this friendship. If you continuously feel like you're being burned by this person, then this might be the right choice for you. The other option is to accept the type of friendship they are willing to offer. Now, I really and truly only apply this option to a situation similar to mine where this person is a really good friend to you when they can be. When you're with them, they're a positive light and a positive outlet, but the time just doesn't line up or your life just doesn't fit into where what they have, almost like a puzzle piece that just doesn't fit correctly, that you're benefiting from their friendship, but they can't offer enough of that friendship. I mean, that sounds bad, but I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about. At that point, you kind of just have to accept, hey, I can be their friend if I can accept that it's when it kind of is convenient for them. It's really, really difficult at first, um, especially when you really want to just be able to enjoy their presence and love and support all the time, but you know that you can't. But if you're able to accept that it's a arm's length friendship then you can still keep that person in your life but it's important that you make that distinction in your brain because you know that you're finding another outlet and friendship to keep close and rely on because it's still important that you have that other person that you can have around and that they are just almost like an acquaintance friend like a like a co-worker friend right This is also something that I went through with an entire group of people. Um, So if you find yourself in that predicament, I've been there as well. I mean, it's kind of true what they say. When bad things happen, you really see everyone's true colors and who your friends really are. When a previous boyfriend and I broke up, I lost a lot of my friends for a while. There were rumors about me spreading at work. And honestly, I really thought about moving back to Chicago. I thought about leaving Colorado because I felt like I didn't have anything tying me here anymore and I really didn't enjoy 
even being at work anymore. Um, I ended up staying in Colorado, and since then I have found my pack of people, but some of those people that I had lost, we reconnected and we had kind of talked things through since then. And honestly, I'm sure many of you can guess, it could never be the same between us. Some of them I couldn't rely on. Some of them were not supportive in my goals or dreams. And some of them had no interest in my life outside of what we were going to have to drink that night. When you're getting into your 20s, partying can become a large part of people's lives. You just turned 21 and partying is exciting and new and legal. (laughs) But sometimes people get stuck. And it's important that you don't let yourself get stuck with them. Part of having a positive, healthy friendship is having similar interests. And I don't mean that like you like all the same things or you even have the same political views, but I mean that in a general life sense. You are someone who is trying to better themselves, learn new things, and always make progress in your life. So you need to surround yourself with people who also want those things. People who will level you up. People who will push you, but also grow with you. You push them, and they push you. Okay, so how do I recognize an unhealthy relationship in the first place? There are so many different aspects to an unhealthy relationship, but I want to go over some really common characteristics or um, experiences and situations that you can recognize to recognize an unhealthy relationship. One, they do not encourage you when you talk about new and exciting projects. They may seem excited for you on the surface level, but when it comes down to it, they aren't going to your game to watch you play or buying your t-shirt or listening to your podcast. They support you during your conversation, but they don't ask you how it's going or go out of their way to support you otherwise. This is something you can recognize fairly easy, honestly, because when they don't support you, you can feel it. You can hear it in their voice, you can see it on their face, and you want to feel lifted in your friendship. And Projects is a really big one. Two, it's always a competition. You can never truly be happy for one another in your accomplishments or relationships or whatever else. One is always trying to outdo the other. Don't get me wrong, healthy competition is one thing, but this is not that. You don't feel good about it, and you no longer want to tell your friend about your current events in your life because you're unsure of how they will respond. Maybe you feel as if their life is always more important, their problems are always worse than yours. It doesn't matter what is happening in your life because it feels like they don't actually listen. They're just waiting for their moment to speak about their life. You should never feel unimportant in a friendship. Three, you can't rely on this person. Or you can rely on this person some of the time. Reaching out almost feels pointless at times. And this is kind of what we talked about earlier. But being an active active presence in someone else's life and being someone that they can rely on is so important. It can make or break a relationship. Four, All of your conversations are negative. This one can manifest in many different ways, but for example, most of the time when you talk to this person, it's just gossip or talking badly about other people. Gossip does not benefit anyone 
including yourself, and honestly, it just brings more negativity into your life. You both might not realize you're doing it, but you don't want to continue to encourage this narrative. If this is where you find yourself, try changing the subject. You may find that they also didn't notice that your main topic of conversation was negative, and they also enjoy other outlets of conversation. If they continue to circle back to gossip, then this friendship probably is not serving you. Honestly, guys, the biggest point I want to make here is just to pay a little attention to what your friendships look like. How do you feel after spending time with the people in your life? Do you feel encouraged and lifted up? Do you feel refreshed and rejuvenated? Do you feel loved and cared for? Or do you feel let down? Do you feel like negativity follows this person around and you are always picking up the pieces? Are all of their jokes at someone else's expense? Maybe there is someone in your life that is a very positive light that you should be spending more time with. Someone who you enjoy talking to, but you just haven't made the effort to get closer to. The best thing you can do is to be a positive aspect to your friendships. Do your best to encourage... Sorry. (laughs) Do your best to encourage loving friendships, and those types of people will be attracted to you. The more light you provide, the more light you will receive back. Be an active presence. Be supportive and loving. Give the best advice you can and keep that cycle going. Put your energy... Put your energy into relationships that serve you and they will benefit you. Since following all of these steps myself of reevaluating my friendships as well as forming more positive new friendships, I've honestly never been happier. I am happier not only with the people in my life, but also with myself and what I am contributing to other people. I have gained more confidence in what I do and accomplish, and I feel the love around me. Maybe this podcast just encouraged you to be more open-minded about new friendships. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast this week's podcast. I hope you found something helpful to assist you in your growth process and encourage you on your path. Please do check out my other episodes as there are some really good ones. We did one on journaling. We did one on meditating. We did one on learning to say no. If you have any requests for topics, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, this is your life.